On this episode of the Pack It Up Pod, we talk about coaching changes, trade rumors, and the big old re-signing of Mr. Aaron Rodgers. If you haven't already, hit subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at the Packers Pod. High snap again. End zone and picked off. Intercepted by Rasul Douglas. And the Packers are going to win it. A.J. Green was the target. And he never looked for the ball. Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to the Pack It Up Packers podcast. This is Ryan, joined as always by Josh and Dan. Hello, gents. Yo, 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 yo. Off-season drama. Let's talk about it. <laughs> it, it feels like it was a, it was like the, the pipe leaking and it was trickle, 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 and then it burst today. But before that, I want everybody to pour out their cheapest whiskey. Momo is no mo, the Packers special teams coach. Are we going to win the Super Bowl now that that's the key piece that has been removed from the cog? Better odds, that is for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, we'd, we'd get a chance against the Rams if we didn't have that issue, right? Yes. That's what I we're mean, here to record uh, a thought about is the yes. special teams coaching changes. It is incredible, though, to get Basachi from the Raiders, who there was a lot of reports that he might stick on as a head coach, and yet we have him as a special teams coach. And by all accounts, everybody loves him. Like, players love the dude. He is a, a true players uh, coach. I, I mean, we won't spend much time on it, but yes. Yeah. I was just going to say, hopefully this is the end of our special yeah. teams talk, because it, if you actually look at his special teams unit rankings over the previous years— uh, he was like middle of the pack. It's not like he was, you know, the the hottest thing since sliced bread. And you got to have him if you want to have a punter that can kick the ball 45 yards. So let's just have average play and uh, talk about the stuff that gets us further in the playoffs than we currently can get. So we aren't going to deal with who the Vikings picked up or the Bears. But let's just say eh, a whole lot of eh, in the NFC North. Uh we were a little nervous, though, Mr. Hackett going to Denver to become the head coach of the Broncos, which got a lot of people going. I don't remember the guy's name on Twitter that throws out all these random ass things that he hears through the grapevine. But it was a done deal that Rodgers is now on his way to Broncos. Here's all the things that are going to happen. And then news came out. Rodgers is is somewhat unofficially officially back with the Packers early numbers, which Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers himself have kind of uh, simmered for a bit is somewhere around $200 million over four years with 153 million of that guaranteed, which if you do the math, which we are not good at when it comes to salary caps, it's going to save the Packers somewhere between 20 to $25 million a year to put that in perspective, we were $50 million of the cap to start this offseason. So we've already cut that in half just by this extension, and we'll get to some of the other stuff later. But I know that some people on this podcast are happy with Rogers resigning, and I know that one person in particular is not sold completely. So let's talk about this fact that it does seem that Aaron Rodgers will be our quarterback for the foreseeable future. 
Let's start with the happy. We got <laughs> back-to-back MVP. The best way to win football games is Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. We're going to win a lot of football games over the next two to four years. I'm not convinced he's here all four still, but that's for a later date. Uh, we're going to win a lot of football games. Regular seasons are going to be fun. And uh, playoffs, hopefully we can exercise some demons uh, in the coming year or two. So this was the best decision to win the most football games, which is the whole point of playing football. So my main reason why I don't like this sign, and it's, it's all around the contract. Now, the $200 million contract has been, you know, nixed and said that it's not true. So I'm I'm interested to see if it's just an added year, if he's just renegotiating his final year, or if it actually is an extension to four years. You know, I, I have no problem bringing him back this year and possibly a year after. But with the Vontae Adams situation where it is, yes, we franchise tag them, which is great. We have those two back. And that's why I'm happy. I, I'll say that enough. That's why I'm happy because we have them both back. We're going into the draft with no needs at any position now. You know, yes, you can argue tight end defensive line a little bit, but really those are role players in the grand scheme of our offense and defense. So locking these two up, even though I'm sort of over the Aaron Rodgers drama off season debacles every year, even though he likes his attention, I, I'm just sort of over that, but I love what he brings on the field. And like you said, we're going to win a lot of football games. Okay. Can we dive in? You said it was either because you don't know the details behind the contract of whether it's one, two, three or four committed years. Or it's because you're tired of the drama in the media. Which one is it? I don't want him around for too long. I, <laughs> I, I, I want I want two years, I, two, two, three years. I'm sort of ready to move on. Uh, and that stems from I'm done with the drama. I, yes. So both. So it's the I, drama. Yeah. And that's the crazy <laughs> thing. And we've had multiple discussions on text messages before. I, I just think that this is the world we live in and social media is you now have – 5,000 outlets that are are reputable, quote unquote, or verified outlets that are going to just pepper this as much as they possibly can. And the talking heads TV is worse than it's ever been before. But then you look at it and it's like, all right, he debated for a lot of different reasons. Maybe it was just you make it so far and you have such great years to fall short every year. I'm assuming that takes a toll mentally and physically. He's not getting any younger. And it's just one of those that we went through a very similar situ- similar situation with Brett Favre that I think Packers fans' tolerance for this kind of thing are far shorter than most because it's like, holy cow, how are we doing this again? But to kind of look at it, Aaron Rodgers heading into this year had the second highest cap hit in the NFL for a quarterback. He's going to now probably float between ninth, 10th, uh, biggest cap hit. He's floating, he'll be around Jimmy Garoppolo, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, that kind of range. Like, if you can get a back-to-back MVP, who I really do think that now that if we're looking at that three to four-year mark, this is his final contract. I really do think that he will play this out with the knowledge and the acceptance that this is the max amount of time. I don't see it him fulfilling four years and then going. You know what? Now I'm going to go to San Francisco. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there because I'm just going to play for a year more, a year two, uh, like Brady. I really do think that this is a good thing of he knows his time frame. He knows he has three or four years left, and that's it. And so for me, as much as it's been painful, 
on this most recent journey, I do feel like we have kind of uh, an expiration date of the Rodgers era in uh, Green Bay, which kind of is relieving. Like I, I'm, I'm happy with the money. I'm happy with him. I'm happy with how this sets up our the rest of the team we can put around him because of that savings. I just feel like we're in a much, much better spot. Yeah, and there's there's worse uh, quarterbacks off the field to have. I mean, the things he does are annoying, but they're not illegal. They don't get him suspended from the league. I, I for one, don't look towards the Packers or any professional athlete to be a role model in my life. I find those elsewhere, so it may surprise you guys or the listeners that as much as we talk about these people, they don't necessarily have to be your role models. We're Packers fans and we want the Packers to win the most games. And we just did it by removing half of the salary cap hit that we had. So the real conversation here should be, what does this open us up to do? What are the moves that we can do off of this? What are you excited about now that we have an MVP hall of fame quarterback behind center? How does the rest of the team round out? And we probably don't have those answers today i mean free agency is is pending and um you know the the combine just finished up so there's conversations around rookies and draft picks and do you trade love now i mean that's what i'm excited to talk about because we got rogers he's a great quarterback i don't really care what he does off the field as long as he can keep playing quarterback and we should note uh the reports have come out by ian Rappaport that the packers have franchised Devontae, which goes back to if we didn't keep rogers and we franchise adams I, I think that could get very, very ugly. I think that this is a, a nice, smooth uh, transition, although I think there's probably going to still be some hiccups. And maybe with this extra cap space, we can extend Adams. But if we didn't have Rodgers and we kind of forced Adams' hand, I worry how that would have worked out. And as Dan mentioned, now the rumors are flooding about Jordan Love, potentially a day two pick. Uh, so let's say I don't know if it would be a second rounder, but a yeah. third rounder for for love. Not horrible. Not horrible. Yeah. And this wasn't a rumors like from the Packer beat writer. But I, I think I think it was a national source said they were calling around to GMs and scouts and just polling the audience saying, what do you think love would get, you know, draft pick wise? And he was getting multiple responses saying he can get a second round pick. Yeah. So now, I've, now the I've idea, even heard them saying he's better than most quarterbacks in the draft if oh, not for all sure. quarterbacks for sure so. and he's and he's got you know a tut- tutelage underneath Aaron Rodgers which is more than any of these rookies have so I, I threw the question out you know what if what if you start looking at taking your 28th plus Jordan Love because you probably want to get rid of him now I don't see a reason to sit on that contract and that player and try to move up to you know 15 I don't think you can get up to 10 with that package but Somewhere in that range where you can go get one of these superstar potential wide receivers or just make sure you jump ahead of whoever's about to draft them at 20, 22, whatever it is. Uh, there's a little maneuvering we could be looking at come draft time, which is always fun. Yeah, and early on, of note, the two teams within that top 20 that would be within that, hey, let's jump up 8 to 10 spots to get one of these receivers – is New Orleans and Pittsburgh, that neither one of them have a quarterback right now, although one of them is attempting still to this day to force a tight end to be their quarterback. But it's it's not out of the realm of possibility that a Love or as a Darius 
plus the Packers 28th pick to move up five, six, seven spot, like totally in the realm of possibility, which is very, very exciting. We've had those feelings before involving the same love character. So it's, it's, it'd be wild. It'd be wild for the Packers to move up with love after moving up to get love. But we got some time to think about that. We got some time to think about that. So let's throw this hypothetical out before we round down uh, Josh's thoughts about extending Rodgers here. Uh, also in the news today was Russell Wilson getting traded to the Denver Broncos. Big splash for the Broncos. They couldn't get Rodgers. They still got a star quarterback uh, to pair with that star-studded roster in a star-studded division. That division is going to be a ton of fun. We're not a, a podcast for the AFC West, but holy smokes, that's going to be a fun division. They got two firsts. Two seconds, a fifth, a DN and Shelby Harris, who had six sacks last year, and Noah Fant, a star tight end. Um, I think, Josh, your point on not keeping Rodgers and ready to move on would stem around the idea that if Russell Wilson draws in that hall, what does Russell, or what does Russell Wilson get? What does Aaron Rodgers get to the Packers, right? Three first and a second exactly, plus yep. two players. But at the end of the day, none of those guys are quarterbacks. Right. I mean, it, is, oh, yeah. your, is I mean, your argument you'd rather have three first round picks and potential? I mean, damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know, yes, you're going to get your wins with Aaron Rodgers. But will you break through this hurdle that we've had for the past however many years? You know, it, can you get lucky with one of those first turning into your future quarterback, future Hall of Fame quarterback? Yes, you could. You know, but are the odds as likely? No, but. You know, it's a gamble, you know, and GMs have to gamble at times in their careers to know when to move on and when to start anew. You know, we have a great defense. We have a great run game. It feels like a time is right either to go all in Super Bowl or to start anew. And and then that's and we're choosing to go all in and get some Super Bowls, hopefully in the next couple of years. Now, if the GM made the other way decision, I wouldn't argue that he's making a bad decision because he's still building for immediate growth with a great run game and defense. Plus, let's get some draft capital and get possibly a quarterback or more wide receivers, whatever, moving forward. So you can argue both sides 100%. I thought you were going to come full circle and be like, we got to get further in the playoffs, which brings us back to Rich Pasiccia. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think the biggest difference is – you know, to your point, the the executives that made this decision saw Jordan Love practice all year. And, you know, the executives that made the decision to let Favre walk saw Aaron Rodgers practicing for those three years. And they understood what they had on the bench. I, I think you read the tea leaves and you see that they saw what they had in Jordan Love and said, we're need to and willing to commit to Aaron Rodgers. A, his play on the field. B, our backup is not a suitable solution to start next year. It's just wild. It's absolutely wild when you look at, uh, and I had sent the group text talking about AFC versus NFC and specifically on the quarterback play. And another point, and it sounds homerish, and I understand fully that every season is different. We have injuries. We have these things happen that you can't account for. But when you look at the AFC and thinking about those seven-ish playoff spots, Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrows, Lamar Jackson, Derek Carr. And that doesn't even include kind of these outsiders of can Cleveland put something together? Can the Patriots put something together? There's some people on that list that aren't going to even make the playoffs. 
Then you look at the NFC, and it's Rodgers and Stafford that, in an unbiased opinion, are so far and away on, on top of this hill because of not only them but who they have on their team. And then Kyler Murray, who is dealing with stuff down in Arizona. Dak Prescott, which you know the Cowboys, all of a sudden when they don't have an offensive line, uh, the running game's a little different. Kirk Cousins, Jalen Hurts, I mean, if you're looking at this and saying, all right, if we can get back 85 to 90% of this core group that has made these extensive 13-win seasons and then playoff runs the last three years, facing an NFC that I, I, on paper to begin the year, I don't know if there has been this big of a difference between conferences you have to feel this extra kind of giddiness knowing that if we can put it together, we should at least comparatively have so much less uh, you know, opponents to get through. And again, I know we have to play the game still, but it is wild the difference between the AFC and NFC just removing teams left and right, including the Buccaneers who have constantly given us trouble. Like it's just the 49ers aren't going to be quite the 49ers. We'll see what Trey Lance does out there, but it is wild to see the difference. Yeah. I, I just read Calvin Ridley put 500 bucks on the pack to make the Super Bowl. Oh, <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Yeah. Too, <laughs> too soon. soon. <laughs> Jeez. It's gambling. You didn't murder someone. <laughs> Well, he would have gotten less uh, suspension if he had. But, uh, <laughs> so I think, I think they're like plus 450 to get to the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl. And it's not terrible odds right now because, like you said, the path to get there is uh, there's a little less resistance in the NFC. So we got a long way to go, but we got the right pieces in place to go make another run. So with that, what are we looking forward to now? Uh, I know we're not going to dive into salary cap because I know we're all very scared to even remotely try to sound experts on that situation. But when you look at, uh, obviously, we'd all love to extend Devontae and assure that while we have Rodgers, we also have Adams. But when you look at Zedarius Smith, Jair, Amos, uh, Billy Turner, who? what's the next piece of this puzzle that you're hoping – uh, to kind of take care of whether it's release, whether it's pushing for a trade, or whether it's signing to an extension. Give me Jair for 18 years, please. <laughs> <laughs> he counts uh, just shy of, well, just over $13 million against the cap this year. Restructure that, probably do some savings this year, backload it, do all that fun stuff. But the guy is young and top three corner in the league. Give me as many years as he's willing to sign for. You know, this is going to sound weird. But I, I'm looking for a switch up at the safety position. I, I, you know, they've been great. Amos and Savage have been great. I think, I think we just need something different with these corners that we have. A little bit more aggressive style, maybe a little bigger safeties. Um, but I, I'm looking for possibly then getting somebody in the draft to to help fill because those contracts are coming up for Amos and Savage. Uh, so I would not be surprised if they go young at that position. Yeah, and uh, I'm actually gonna say our boy Dean Lowry because if we can get some, he would he would shave about four or five million bucks on his own, and if we can get another big boy in the draft, uh, I love it. Uh, and and Zedarius, obviously, I mean, you saying restructure Dean or cut him? No, cut him. Got Just him. cut him, and let's let's move on with it because I think we can find similar aspects that are are, are like him in the draft and. Obviously, the one we didn't talk about, but everybody was talking about about three weeks ago. Zadarius Smith, 
uh, $28 million cap hit, and we can take away $16 million of that by just dropping them. We'll see if there's anybody that even remotely wants to deal with, with being a trade partner in that. But it's wild that two years ago, if we were sitting on this podcast going, hey, we really need to get rid of Zadarius. I mean, holy mackerel. Uh, what a wild turn of events this last uh, you know, year or so has been. And who knows? Maybe he comes back healthy and we go, you know what? We're going to make the money work and, and just have this three-headed monster, Smith, Smith, and Gary. But until then, there's so much that needs to be done. The only thing we know for sure is salary cap doesn't matter. Packers are fine. We're going to sign who we need to sign. We're going to have an awesome draft. And we'll go from there. And we're, again, in the NFC North, which I, there is yet to be a situation within that three teams that I brings me any hesitation that we're not going to win it again somehow, some way. So we'll see where we go from here, though. But until next time, appreciate everybody listening. This is this is our semi kickoff to the new Love year. You, <laughs> Love you, Rogers. Yeah. Love you. So uh, take it easy, and, and every once in a while, just shut down Twitter. You don't need to be on there all the time. But until then, thanks, everybody. Go Pack Go! Go Pack Go!